Yo, um, real talk, Trent. Can we be real for a moment? Always. Can I bro. can I keep it a bean? <laughs> can I keep it a bow wow? Always. Can I keep it a stack? <laughs> sure, why not? Okay. <laughs> Fuck double XL. <laughs> How about that? All right, all right. I'm I'm with you. You with me? Yeah, I'm with Fuck you. Fuck double XL. Not magazine. as animated, but I'm with you. All right. Fuck the double XL freshman list annual. Definitely. Okay. Word. We're rolling. I think about the current state of affairs of the double XL freshman list, you know, a couple times a year, usually around or when the <laughs> list comes out. Um, so like the whole year around when they put their list oh out. Oh my like God. Yeah. Yeah. Months, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like five, six month long yeah. process. Um, we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, oh, yeah. Trust, trust me. We'll get there. Um, so I, I, I do think about that and I, I, I've come to the conclusion that, well, I, I've observed over the years that every year it feels like people complain about the list more and more and more. People don't like who's on the list more and more and more. And the list becomes more of a joke to people more and more and more every yeah. year. I feel like less people are really treating it as an institution and a, a way to really um, kind of validate some up and comers right. in that the business. That aren't necessarily even up and coming. Like they've been, most of them have already been popularized quite a bit. Yeah. So let's just get down to exactly what makes the double XL list not good not anymore. <laughs> and and I'll just start by saying that I think the model that they are employing is it's just archaic and it's, it's mm-hmm. failing. Like it's, yeah. it's a model that seemed to work from 2010 till 2015. And then right. in like 2016 till now, it's really, really began to struggle. Um, and basically, why is that? I mean, most of it has to do, for me personally, most of it has to do with the fact that they're not actually, uh, like you said, they're validating more than they are like um, uplifting artists that are on the come up or whatever. Like it's, for me, I mean, they, they threw Lil Pump on it. Like mm. Lil Pump was had already been so in the limelight for so long i mean it's just like they they do that thing where they um it's an it's really an industry thing like yes they're able to labels are able to promote their artists and pay money to have them on a publication that like kind of single-handedly does this sort of model where it's like and I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah, yeah. Just to just to explain to people, maybe some maybe someone listening to this right now doesn't fully understand um, the the inner workings of the Double XL right. magazine. I will just say to you, Double XL <laughs> is literally hanging on to their magazine, their physical magazine, right. by a thread. That, that is thread the freshman is list. The freshman <laughs> list, and and you can tell because and and Trent alluded to this and like just a few seconds ago that this process takes so long right like there's the there's six there's five or six there's steps there, yeah there's like <laughs> before they even announce it <laughs> yeah and 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 the part that really sucks about it is that they get artists lobbying for spots in this list that right. have essentially already been filled or already been like thought of or there are already people that in their minds or in like you know they just need to be on this list that um yeah so you get all these other rappers with smaller followings that are trying to hype themselves up to get on the list yeah it's really unlikely that they're going to yeah. get on the list and all then for nothing yeah and then that's <laughs> just one part of the process that's the pitches and then after the pitches they're going to do 
the label negotiations. So <laughs> the labels are going to make sure they get, you know, who right. they, they need to get on that list if it's a iffy thing. And then there's like the part where the fans get to vote the so 10th that's, spot. That's quote one unquote. place where I think that this could completely improve is that I don't understand why fans are. I mean, obviously I do understand why it is. It's because there's money involved and there's a transaction involved in which this is all ad space. Yeah. The, every bit of this is ad right. Space. It's literally, it's basically like the same as how, uh, Drake gets his album promoted on Apple music. It's they're paying for it. Like there's a contract mm-hmm. that's in play, but what I think they're, could be improvement on if another if another magazine is able to do this without getting some sort of copyright infringement or something another publication complex vice I don't give a shit who it is mm-hmm. um, where fans get to vote for every spot of yeah. the list and then it's a true reflection of like what is actually up and coming in the music scene it's not a it's not a reflection of who has the most money to pay to get onto the list yeah and and you can tell that they're I mean I'll I'll give them some credit you know some they. There are like a few every year that I feel like either just make too much sense, quote unquote, for them to to right. to, to not put on the list. Um, and then, yeah, there are those that kind of just like it just feels like this this has been so bureaucratized. And it's mostly because there's just no transparency in how they they make the list. They they don't really play out for us like how they actually come to that decision. And like, there's no real solidifying um, who that tenth spot actually was, and who got fan voted in. Right. And, and then when you do the tenth spot voting, you go on, and like, there's already a bunch of like they don't take out. It's just so confusing. Yeah. And it's and it's like. It well, I looked up the criteria for how they choose who goes on, who gets onto the list, and originally, I know this isn't the case anymore because you have artists that don't fit the criteria on the list in 2017 and 2016. But originally the supposed criteria were, were artists that hadn't put out a debut project, a debut full length LP album project. Um, they might have mixtapes. They might have a ton of singles, whatever. Um, kind of how like Mac Miller had a million mixtapes before he had an actual project. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has something to do with the amount of sales they had too. But the problem with that is if that's a criteria, then like, who was it? Uh, Kyle shouldn't have been on the list the year he was. He yeah. had already had, I think, two projects at that point. Yep. And I'm like, so it's just like, if you're not going to follow any sort of criteria, then you're, then there's only <laughs> one way people get on the list and that's through mm, yeah, negotiation. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah totally. So I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's seriously flawed, if not just like obsolete at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have and, no and the, interest anymore other than to to hate on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Let me ask you this then. We'll we'll transition a little bit here. What did you think about 18's list? I'm gonna read off 2018's list for you. Um, I know Block Boy was on it. <laughs> Block Boy JB was on it, and so was Ski Mask the Slump God. Okay. Little Pump. Okay. Smoke Perp. Jid. Stefflon Don. Mm-hmm. YBN Namir. Wi-Fi's funeral and trippy red. I mean, it's like there's no, there's no. I will give them credit actually in. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say that this year actually defies a trend that I've identified amongst like what is a problem for XXL right now. And let me get into that by asking you a question, Trent. Do you feel like? Uh, 
rappers are are starting to measure themselves based on like the their individuality or their perceived individuality amongst mm-hmm. the the rest of the fish in the sea whereas rappers um you know not even that long ago were more out to measure themselves by the respect that they had earned or or even the perceived respect that they had earned amongst their peers or amongst you know the rest by of the individuality do you mean like an example for example how Lil Uzi Vert is a rock star not a rapper that kind of thing or individuality like yeah like kind of having a a, a niche or a thing that, that no you, one else really can it could be they don't think that they can it touch. could I feel like at this point it can be the music or not be the music but people are oh, really out now. to identify a a singular or a couple unique qualities about themselves and have that shoot themselves up you know through the ranks I think that's, yeah, that's definitely more apparent now. The thing is, though, that, like, like you said, it's very perceived for me, like. Yeah, and, and I, again, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make one sound better than the other right. because I think, like, in the past, like, people thought they had more respect that the, the, than they did or they had people hyping them up and, and, and um, you know, them thinking they had earned more respect in this right. rap game than they did or that they had better lyrics or flows or raps or songs or beats or hooks or whatever i think i see yeah i mean i think i see where you're going with this the individuality is definitely what's more uh what is more valued right now than the respect for the for the no-name rapper i think maybe you know they think that's like their ticket right okay i'm with you because they're because the 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 game has become oversaturation the market has become oversaturation so i think people are just getting more and more desperate to like you know, identify themselves with one or two things that makes them really unique mm-hmm. um, as opposed to just trying to, um, I don't know, trying to, to, to get respect in the way that they saw other people get respect. I don't know. But I think that's something that has kind of changed in the hip hop landscape. And that's where you really start to make some of these um, XXL lists not really make much sense. Right. Um, so if we just go back a year from 2018, um, 2017 is a really confusing list to me. (laughs) This is one of the worst and the best example of what I'm trying to depict here, which is, um, Kamaya, A Boogie, PNB Rock, Playboy Cardi, Amine, Cap G, Kyle, Ugly God, Made in Tokyo, and XXXTentacion. Now, if you remember when XXXTentacion was a part of this whole thing, the literal entire time he's standing off in the corner being alt and cool. And Well, that's what I was trying to, I was trying to bring this up earlier to Dev, was that he was on the same cipher as Ugly God and Made in Tokyo, which are two really high-energy, funny, like, niche quirky fucking artists, whatever. I don't want to hear any of these guys get on a song together. First of all, I think... He came in and did that whole, like... I'm going to crouch. Yeah, he crouched and, and then like, I'm gonna, and like, I, will I'm not, I will kill all of these people. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, and I'm not even going to lie. It was fuck? like kind of cool. But yeah, I just like, you know, there's not like besides A Boogie and P&B Rock being right. two that came up together. They, mm-hmm. they actually do that in pretty much every list. They usually pick a pair. Right. Which I think is smart. That's a bad pair. I, 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 I it's not an interesting have pair. never, Don't ever care cared about, about either one of them. And I will never. So those two are out. And then you look at Kamaya, Playboy Cardi, Amine, Cap G, Kyle, Ugly God, Made in Tokyo, XXXTentacion, and it's just like there are several names on that list I already don't care about. Like imagine a song, imagine a track that gets produced or like that gets put out that has any 
combination of those artists. And, and I'm tell not, me you wouldn't look at it and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I, I can, you know, in respects to like previous years, like, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is it doesn't really matter to me how many actual collaborations came out of right. any given year. But it just like, even from the jump, I, I would never really ask for Kamaya to get on a song with playboy cardi playboy cardi <laughs> or x right or even ugly god i honestly don't even like, know none of that how, really makes a ton of sense i honestly don't even know how these people like interacted with each other like on the set it seems like, very it seems very really, forced it seemed yeah, very very really, forced it did and amine i remember looking at videos of like the photo shoot because that's another by the way that's another thing that they do for like to drag this shit out is they do the photo shoot release cover or whatever um, I remember looking at this shit and I mean, I don't want to like try to dissect Amine's facial expressions or whatever, or Playboy, Playboy Cardi's. Neither of them seem interested in, be, interested in being there. Like they both look mm. like I'm here because, you know, it's something to do. It's something to boost my name and boost my, my branding or whatever. But yeah, yeah. I think it's like, as far as taking it have, seriously and like have coming through and coming correct on it, like. Uh, like the Action Bronson, Joey Badass, Travis Scott year, whatever mm-hmm. year that was, um, you know, it it's more. It seems like more of an obligation than it is like an honor at this point. Yes, I think it's like a just a a good PR move. You know, oh, I'm I, yeah. I'm a freshman. There are a lot of people that came before me that were freshmen that had good names, and it's a good way to, you know, people obviously still pay attention to it, whether they want to hate it or or they they're genuinely right. interested. People still watch. People still pay attention a little bit, but again, it just has become a novelty over the years. And so basically what I'm getting at here is like, you know, back in 2011, 2012, I I felt like the artists that got elected to this list ended up being more like minded, Mm -hmm. more cut from the same cloth. Obviously, individuality was really important, has always been really important. Yeah. And even now, respect. And, and skill and talent is still important to people. But I, I, the point I'm trying to make is there is a there is a shift that has mm-hmm. certainly occurred where it felt like, you know, Mac, Kendrick, YG, Big Crip, Meek Mill. It makes sense for those kinds yeah, of guys yeah, to work yeah. together. I would like to hear that. And like those dudes are cut from the same cloth. J. Cole, Nipsey, Freddie, Big Sean, Wiz, J-Rock, all cut from yeah. a really similar cloth. <clears throat> they come from a, a, an era in hip hop that um you know still resonates with with me personally and and, oh, yeah, and like definitely. you could just see the like-minded nature within that but you know like to your point it felt like 2017's list felt like nobody really cared about being there right. or being together you know there was there was no sense of camaraderie around like this is the class of the year except Kyle cuz he's hyped about everything all the he's time. hyped about everything <laughs> yeah exactly and it, but just to watch Kyle stand next to XXTentacion <laughs> was like what the fuck right now like, I'm with you that, that, that makes no sense right yeah am i off am i off in that Not like it makes all. no sense no. okay so I, I bet I bet X probably despised the song "Sex and Super Smash Bros." I bet he probably <laughs> heard that shit and was or like or like have you even oh heard of God. these songs yeah. i just don't <laughs> get it you know and, right. and um, they don't seem familiar with each other. I, I no, I, I definitely. Don't. Now the one now 2018, in my opinion, actually defies this trend a little bit. A I little thought, bit though. I, I thought, well, I think it defies the trend, but still has a big flaw in another mm-hmm. area, which okay. is basically, I, I think like you put ski mask and a little pump and smoke perp together. That makes sense. Um, black boy JB at the time, Namir, trippy red, that all makes sense. And they went with the clout. We got clout yeah, yeah, yeah. model. I forgot which I, that they did that. Theme yeah. For that so, one. 
that I thought, okay, you've you've actually sort of depicted maybe what late 2017, early 2018 music, mm-hmm. you know, what the trends and, and what was kind of going on. Yeah. Now, obviously, we missed some because they didn't have Takashi and they they took out like Kodak. No, Kodak was Kodak on another was year. Another year. They got you know they, they took out some no, there's definitely some, people some that, bigger names that, right. that had issues, right? Um, but I thought this was kind of smart because I could again. At the very least, I can imagine all these people wanting to work together. I can imagine all these guys getting in the same room together, you know, for any one reason or another. Right. Now, they did, you know, pick the the Jid and the Stefan Don, which, again, I think is smart. Like, you you add some diversity, but you have a main theme going for you. Yeah. And, like, Jid and Ski Massa Slump God worked out was, really yeah, well as, like, its cipher. own slifer. So, I will give them credit in that. But then on the flip side, there's already, like, four or five names on this list that I don't care about anymore. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of times where it seems like uh, they kind of choose people that maybe uh, fit the mold of what, like the, like fit the mold of the double XL freshman, but don't necessarily fit the like consumer interest. Like they do this on a year to year basis too. So yeah. from from May until like January, mm-hmm. February. Like there's a lot going on in hip hop. This thing moves really, 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 really fast now. So sometimes they kind of, they kind of get behind. They're kind of behind the eight ball on like timing. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't get Cardi B on last year's list because she had already like blown up weight. She didn't need your magazine anymore. Right. So they keep getting stuck in this spot where the people who really, really should be on that list kind of already missed the boat. In all reality, they should have probably missed a little pump too. But he ended up getting on that list, which was a bit of a surprise. There was some talk as to whether or not he would do it. Right. The point is, is just like there are just so many things that just make it feel like, you know, hip hop has kind of grown to a point or just changed to a point mm-hmm. where the double XL list is is kind of re-implementing an old format that hasn't changed much. And it's it's starting to devalue what it means to be a double XL freshman. Right. And so the reason that, you know, we're about to get on here and, and, and do some of our own freshman lists is because, you know, like there's still a lot of life left in that idea. I think it's a really fun idea to kind of, um, you know, assimilate our our new up and comers with the very legitimate rappers, uh, the, the legitimate yeah. pool of rappers we already are invested in and just kind of, you know, send them off into that with this publication. I still think there's a lot of I, I think there's. Sorry, a lot of life still left in that yeah. idea, but not if you're going to not if double XL has the keys to right. that conversation to like, right. you know, guiding that conversation. They're not doing a very good job, which is why we've taken upon ourselves to come up with our own double XL. Sorry, f- fuck double XL, <laughs> our own BCB freshman <laughs> list. <laughs> Trent, do you have anything else to say about XXL or the lists, or we, do you think we made our point? I think we. Well, one more thing. Fuck double XL. One more time. Okay, but one yeah, more now time. We made our point. Pretty. Fuck pretty double good. XL. <laughs> um, I, I really would like to get these kinds of conversations out of the hands of dying media platforms. Yeah. Like, how about honestly, that? just major. I just major. And, and, and like you said, I would like to avoid it being like a complex thing or yeah. like any, I don't I know don't where care. I would want it to go, but right. I want like us to still have this annual or semi-annual conversation. Dude, give it, give the keys to somebody who has access to like, like 
streaming numbers like give it to spotify give it to spotify or apple music or something like i think that'd be a more um that would accurate representation life. of like what is actually pop like becoming popular i don't know i i think that i'm sorry i'll go on one it's little a sad thing. state of affairs yeah but. i i just think that the double xl list should be an opportunity for people with a lot of promise to get a, an image out there beyond just their own music. I think someone should be giving them the keys to success. Not not giving them the keys. And there should they be should a le- earn it and mm-hmm. like but it should be available for somebody who is legitimately it. underground. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and a, that's so an important part I think for me. that's what we are doing with our list. I think it's like there might not be underground in the terms of you know underground. No, we do have some whatever, no we do have some legitimately that, underground. I'm sure there's people on our list that you guys might not have heard of. Yeah. Like you guys have heard of fucking Lil Pump. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, we'll call right, it, it there, Sorry. and we'll move into our uh, into our, our our freshman list segment.